This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Tamarindo Podcast is your hosts, Luis Octavio and Brenda Gonzalez, and we are your socially conscious talk show with a Latino vibe. We are amigos talking politics, food, music, and life. Welcome! Welcome to Tamarindo Podcast. We're still here. Ooh. We welcome comedian Eric Rivera. Eric Rivera, he's a uh, stand-up comedian from the West East Coast and now in the West Coast here in LA. LA-based uh, comedian who's hilarious is going to talk to us about his podcast and why he got into comedy. And what other highlights do we have on this episode? We also talk about our Que Pasa, which a lot of things have been going on. Right. And we throw chanclazos and we have a special segment where we talk about Funny, tank. funny inventions. Funny inventions. Welcome! Bienvenidos! Matraca! <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you for coming to the Tamarindo Podcast. This is um, Eric Rivera. Ooh. Or, or on the Tamarindo Podcast is Eric. Eric, Eric Rivera. Rivera. <laughs> I like that you guys roll the R's. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're really happy to have you. Uh -huh. You're a, a fellow Latino podcaster. Yes. As well as a comedian. Yes. And a transplant from New York, right? Yes. Here in, in Los Angeles. In Los making, Angeles. Making the magic happen. Trying to. Yeah. Why don't you tell us about what you do? Uh, I'm a stand-up comic, moved out here about six years ago, had my son, who's now three and a half, uh, he was born in October, and then in January we moved back to New York because we hated LA. Oh, you did? Okay. Hated Whoa. LA. We, I know, we have bi-coastal listeners, so hated. tell us, what, what, like, what was the initial allergic reaction? Well, it, I, for, for me, it was like growing up and just being in New York all the time, like you, it, it's different vibes, so you really have to know what you're getting into, mm -hmm. and I didn't know what I was getting into. I, I'd never really been to L.A. Wow. So I moved, and it was like day one where I was like, oh, I can't stand this place. No. Well, where did you move into? Because there's like 10 million yeah. Well, we moved to the west side. Oh, well, that's your first mistake. Well, because <laughs> well, for me, it was like, if I'm going to leave New York, I'm going to be near the beach. Whoa. So we moved to the west side. My wife's job was by the west side, so it was like be close for her. Yeah. So she sit in traffic because you got to realize we come from subway culture, where it's like you jump on a subway, mm -hmm. fifteen minutes, you're wherever you got to be. So the west she was, side is like she was like traffic culture. Well, yeah. that's her job is on the west side, so we were like, all right, we're we're gonna stick by your job, so mm -hmm. you're not in three hours of traffic. Uh, we're unpacking. It's about ten o'clock at night. We go. You know what? Let's go grab a bite because mm -hmm. in New York. Everything is open oh. till five in the morning. There's no taquerias on the west side. I know. Nothing was open. Well, you know, there might be one in every corner. Yeah. That's right. That's there right. Might, that's so true. that may change. We, but. Depending, depending on how the election goes. So as soon as we like left our apartment and we're driving around, like I, we were just like, what do we do? Like this is it, how sad. Like LA, LA is like one of those places. Everybody goes to bed at a reasonable hour. Like I still do shows now, and like I'll leave the club, walk to my car, and it's. It's quiet. And I'm like, I'm going to get murdered. <laughs> so so it, from day one. That's a big difference for sure. So, from yeah, New York. Yeah. so day one, we were like, oh, we hate this place. <laughs> and we always had the the dreams of, oh, going back to New York because we remember how great New York was. Mm -hmm. We had been here for so long. When we went back to New York and got back into the craziness, we were like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we need this to is back too to crazy. <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Like in New York, like you have to realize everyone like there's an intensity level. Like everyone's oh. got a knob one okay. to ten, and but at in New 11? York they're always at ten. Oh, it never comes down. <laughs> so like here in LA, like it's you know you two three, then you got to go to work. You might dial it up eight, 
and then we go home, you dial it back down. New York, it's never dialed oh, down. It's yeah, always at 10. It's always at 10. Yeah, it's always at 10. Wow. So yeah. it makes me laugh when people go to New York and they're like, oh, people are so rude. Like uh, people on the sidewalk shove into you. You got to think of New York like this. When you go and you're walking on the sidewalks, that's our 405. That's our 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's so great. That's so perfect. That I makes got... so much sense to me yeah. now. So when you <laughs> stop. My, my head just went there. So when you stop to take a picture. Oh, hell no. Think about it like oh, being no. on the 405 and you just come to an abrupt stop. <laughs> okay. People are going to run into this you because we got analogy. somewhere to go. That is so great. That is yeah. so great. All of a sudden, all of my trips to New York are now like. <laughs> Oh, Makes sense. Why did that guy run into me? Why did he flip me off? You just made an abrupt stop on a tent to look at a building oh, and take okay. a freaking picture. Yeah, so <laughs> I got it. Damn, that, that's that's great. That's so awesome. you guys decided to come back. So we moved in January. Which, uh, if you're thinking of moving to New York, great time to move. Winter, yeah. snow, it's the best. <laughs> Sounds amazing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so we moved back to New York in January. Hated it right right away. We were like, oh, my God, this is too crazy. What do we do? The weather's awful. Uh, spring showed up. We were like, all right, maybe it's not so bad. Mm-hmm. And then uh-huh. summer showed up. And summer, Swampy. Summer in New York too, is the worst. Like, you'll shower, get ready. As soon as you stinks, step out, you're right? like, I need to take another shower. Mm-hmm. I don't know sweaty, what just yeah. happened. Uh, so we moved back September. We were barely there a year. We cut, we dropped out of our lease. We're like, we can't. We're, we love L.A. <laughs> wow. We, and we moved back and we're like, we love L.A. Mm-hmm. So That's where awesome. did you guys move to? We're back on the west side. Back on the west yeah. side. You're doing it again. Well, doing that's again. okay. You can have the. I feel like you can have the. Maybe not the ten experience, like the on the dial. Yeah. But you can get like the eight point five in downtown LA. Yeah. I feel well, like with that's... kids, it's like the west side's beautiful. Oh, of course. No, that's true. If you have kids, you don't want kids. Or the yeah. eight point five earthquake. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> you don't want. The other. You don't want kids in in, in downtown LA. No, right? no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. And tell us about. So you you have two kids now. now I got. Yeah, I made a second one. You made it. You did it again. I get, Another yeah. boy. Another boy. You thank, lived up to your promise. You're like, I'm going to get you a boy. I'm going to get you two. I gambled. <laughs> My wife was. She wanted a. She was. She. Her argument was like, Oh, we need to complete the set. Uh huh. Which I was like, They're not salt and pepper shakers. I was like, It doesn't matter if we. <laughs> I don't understand. Like no one's. Have you ever like seen people with kids and be like, "Oh, they've only got the boy, or they only got the girl." That's boo. Boo. No. <laughs> so her argument was awful, and we went again, and we made another boy, and I'm like, "Now we're done. I'm not going a third oh, time." Oh man, two boys. Well, speaking about making babies and whatnot, let's talk a little bit about your comedy. And I actually saw that special where you were talking about how everybody. Always congratulates the woman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Glowing. <laughs> and that, that special is called uh, I'm No Expert. I'm right? No Expert, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm technically giving advice and I have no expertise. No expert. <laughs> so I really uh, like that that routine. That was freaking funny. Thanks. That was... Because you you know you you put a lot of work into that yeah <laughs> making that baby to, oh I thought, oh, yeah. I thought you meant into the comedy yeah I did put a lot of work in it. the baby not so much Put <laughs> back into it yeah. I think it's so weird like is, is it just me it's, just, it's so weird that as a man's like mm-hmm. the greatest thing you're ever gonna create is a person and you can make it accidentally <laughs> like you can do it by accident like no you can intention. get drunk. <laughs> And just wake up the next day like, what did I do? And then I was like, you, you made, made, a, I made a person? You made yeah. a person. Like, that's so messed up for guys. Like, you'll never make something else drunk. You're never going to wake up like, what did I do? Dude, you made a, you made a townhouse for poor people. <laughs> you built the whole thing. You're so amazing. No, it's making people. Like, that's it. That is pretty amazing, yeah. making a whole other human being. <laughs> you, cr- you, you built a whole village, man. You were drunk. We tried to stop you. <laughs> Yeah. So, Eric, how long have you been doing comedy for now? Uh, I've been doing comedy about 12 years now. Wow. Yeah, I started back in New York. Uh, I was at Pace University in Manhattan, and then uh happened right after 9-11, oh. which is weird that we're recording today. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sure, we're <laughs> recording on the what, 15 years 15th year? 15th year? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, uh, and it was uh, one of those things, like, right after... Uh, our campus was like a couple blocks away. Mm-hmm. It became actually uh, a site for people who were with injuries. And, wow. Yeah, so um, I just remember we were shut down for a couple months. We came back, and it was one of those things where it's like, oh, no, relax. We got everything under control. But, like, you were always on edge. Mm-hmm. Like, we would see tanks, like, just driving down the street right in front of our school. Wow. We'd see guys in full, like, fatigues, M15s, and it's like, um, no one felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember so many of my friends were transferring out. We had on-site therapists for things wow, you saw. so traumatic. Yeah, it was bad. So I came up with this idea because I remember I was watching the news, and they were like, oh, is it too soon to laugh? And people were coming out in droves, like to comedy clubs. People were going because they wanted to get their minds off of it. Mm-hmm. So I came up with this idea. I was like, why don't we have comedy shows here on campus to sort of 
for the students, for the community, for them to forget about it. Mm, that's great. And I've put on the first one. We got like this little student union, which sat like 150 people. Mm-hmm. We had like 400 people show up. Wow. We had people that's standing awesome. outside just watching. Like, people wanted, I mean, yeah, it, it was horrible what happened. Yeah. But people wanted it to get some sort of relief, right? Yeah. People people wanted at least for an hour, hour yeah. and a half to just get their minds off of it. Mm-hmm. Because it was all around us. Like, it was constantly like, oh, no, everything's back to normal. But, like, you'd see people gas mask on. You'd see the, the mm-hmm. dirt and the soot covered. You, there was a smell in the air. It was like, oh. Wow. It wasn't just like a one-day thing. Like No, no. It was, way, yeah. yeah. It was ongoing. So I started putting on these shows. Comedians were so generous. They're like, yeah, I'll come down. I'd love to be a part of this. And then they made the mistake of saying, hey, anytime you want to come see your show at a comedy club, just let us know. We'll get you free tickets. Oh, so you're like, like, I'll take right. you up on that. <laughs> I was going to comedy clubs every night. Like I was going to school. After school, boom, I would do whatever work I had to do, mm-hmm. whatever papers, and then boom, going to comedy clubs. And then it just one day, I, it, it hit me. I was like, you know what? I think I want to try this. That's awesome. Like I was watching it so much. I, I saw the formula. So prior to 9-11 and you performing, how long before did you – think okay this is what i want to do like has it always been as like as soon as i got on that stage i knew that's what i was going to do okay i didn't know what i was going to do going into college like i remember i i, I did communications because i saw oh there's the asian kid with the camera and there's the white kid on the board and there's the spanish kid like yeah, they show uh, that diverse catalog and i was mm-hmm. like i can do I that i fit in there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's doing i can do it so uh, i did communications my mom was like all right what, what are you gonna do whatever that? that is good yeah. job <laughs> So I was like, oh, I'll work on TV and make shows or something. And then as soon as I did, stepped on stage, I was like, oh, no, this is what I want to do. That's, what did your mom say? What did oh, they think? Oh, she hated it. What did, <laughs> what did she say? Like, we got you to college. Think, and- yeah, think about, like, <laughs> telling a, an immigrant woman that came over at the age of 19, worked, like, every job possible mm-hmm. to, to, to get me to college. And then I go, hey, I'm going to stop. <laughs> and do comedy. <laughs> Not to mention, like, in Guatemala, because she's Guatemala, like, mm-hmm. stand-up comedy wasn't an art form. Like, right. so for her, it was like, wait, wait, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I get up on stage, I make people laugh. She's like, okay, all right, so I came to this country. <laughs> Why are you making me mad? <laughs> yeah, she's like, I came to this country, and, and my son's my son's going to be a clown. I was like, no, 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 it's not, <laughs> it's not a clown. I get up on stage. I make people laugh. Are you like, getting paid? Tell me what's yeah. the difference. Are you getting here? paid right now? No. <laughs> then you're a clown. And she did not wow. talk to me for like a year. Whoa. Yeah, gave me the cold shoulder. Just awful. Like, did not talk to me. My sister automatically became the favorite for that <laughs> oh, no. year, which she loved. <laughs> Only for that year, though. Yeah, for that you're year. You're back. You're back. Oh, yeah. Once she saw, like, I was getting good at it, and then she saw huh. me on TV, she's like, oh, this is a thing. And then she comes, like, she's my biggest fan. Oh, that's and awesome. Isn't that crazy, though, with, like, the, our Latino parents? Like, if you don't pursue something that they think is like you know has high um what is it like you're gonna make some money you're, you're, yeah, yeah that you're gonna make money like a <laughs> lawyer stability. or a doctor stability. or stability mm-hmm. and you go into something different and then all of a sudden they're like why they're like worried and yeah. they get pissed and but they just don't understand i think it. that's an every parent thing but yeah definitely but that i um thinking back on the how how, how you use 9-11 and you use comedy to heal from 9-11 right I'm I'm wondering now, now uh, 15 years later, but not necessarily about 9/11, but just the way. Um, I mean, right now, in race relations or in politics, it's a very divisive time in the country. It's hard to feel the 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 union around the flag and things like that that was happening 15 years ago. Now we're we're a different country mm-hmm. in many ways. What do you do? You see a role for comedy today to help us heal in today's political environment that's also very divisive and. And you, what, what part can comedy play now? I think comedy plays a big part. Number one, it's still the it's the only art form that is not being censored because we're not on TV. Technically, mm-hmm. you come to a show, we can say anything. Mm-hmm. And as a comic, you look at what's going on, and th- for us, there is no topic that's not we're not you know we shouldn't go into. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong, there's bloggers and they're like, oh, you shouldn't talk about it. like we don't care. Mm-hmm. We're still going to talk about it. A little more freedom, I think. Because we're going to try to find the humor in that and try to find some healing. Like I, like now, you know, you saw the special that I did a year ago, and now I'm working on the next hour. Mm -hmm. And this next hour, I'm talking about stuff that may be touchy to some people, but it's something I'm going through. Like, for instance, my father's sick. He's been sick for years Mm -hmm. now. He has Parkinson's. So now it's my job 
because this is the way I'm going to heal through it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And if it makes you uncomfortable and you go home and you write a nasty email like, oh, you shouldn't talk about who are you to tell me what I can or cannot talk about? I'm going through it, mm-hmm. you know? So I, it's my job to heal through it. And if, you know, you'll never know who's in the audience. Like, I'll have people, like, I've been, I started doing a joke. I've had people like, you know what? I'm going through the same thing with a parent. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for talking about it. You know, you put you put a humorous spin on it and it helped me, you know, feel yeah. better I about it. it. I yeah. think that the beauty about comedy or the comedy that I find that's the most the best is when you can it's relatable right so if human beings we go through the fun times and the hard times so i think if you can find a way to connect with folks even through the hard times then i think there's some power to that oh no definitely and but i just think it's uh, now it's the audience's job you just really have to listen to what we're saying Mm -hmm. like i actually did a joke uh, a couple weeks ago that we were talking about it before we started recording i did a joke about trump Mm mm-hmm I just said the word Trump. Now, what happens now is people just hear keywords and, well, and they, get up, they get upset. Oh, no. <laughs> like the, the woman clearly did not listen to the joke I said. She uh, right away, I can't believe this guy supports Trump and walked out. Oh, no. <laughs> and her friends were like. I'm yeah, about to walk out. Yeah. My, her, friends were, her friends were like, oh, my God, that was such a funny story. But my friend heard Trump and she just automatically thought you were pro-Trump, so she left. She just hates Trump so much. I was like, well, that's that's her fault because mm-hmm. she should have listened. And that's what happens now a lot. We'll find, like, yeah. with bloggers and stuff. It's like, oh, that guy, he said rape. I, I, I'm, uh, I'm offended. Like, but you didn't hear what he said. Mm-hmm. Oh, he said uh, child abuse. Uh, he said, you know, Black Lives Matter. I, I, but you're not really listening to what we're too. trying to open the dialogue about. Mm-hmm. Like, my, the, the story I told was, uh, I was like, the one good thing Trump has done that's how I started and it. She and she walked away. That's all she heard. <laughs> that's all she heard. So there isn't even one. She was like, Latino for Trump. Yeah. Bye. How dare he? And she walked out. But the, the story I was telling was, my mother's been in this country almost 40 years, never voted. She's never voted. Mm-hmm. I've always tried to get her. Well, you, Mom, you should vote. And she's always thought it was a setup. Like, no, no, no. They're trying to take my information. They sent me back. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, that's not how it works. Like, which, by the way, like, it makes me laugh that that's what, like, she thinks that's, that, the, that's the gotcha. Like, oh, here, just sign you up this, this, this voting ballot. Gotcha. No. So tr- the one good thing Trump has done, this woman's never voted 40 years. She heard Trump talk. She's like, oh, I'm voting. This is the first year she's voted. Yes. Yeah, voted that's primary, true. And I, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like those, those numbers for Latino voters has, have, have gone through the it's roof true, yeah. because uh, of Trump. So all she heard was, oh, the one good thing about Trump. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And so didn't, didn't, care, didn't care to listen to the rest of the story about how I took my mom to the voting booth. And she actually voted for the first time dressed up like she was running. <laughs> she, she had a little pantsuit oh on. So I was like, cute. what are you doing? Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? She's like, I have to vote. I was like, all right. Got to look good was, for this. That, that was my mom, too. Yeah. Your mom that got dressed up to vote? Got, yeah, the got, first time. Got dressed up like she was running. I was like, where, awesome. where are you going? <laughs> Like the first time we went, like the first time we went to Disneylandia, and they dressed me up. Oh, he, that's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's hilarious. Uh, how how um, has growing up Latino influenced the, the, the your material? And, and do you find that to be um, well? I, I guess I'm getting to, at to what what is your voice? What's the voice that you have found in comedy that's different from other comics out there? Well, yeah, yeah. Growing up Latino, you know, you see things that you know your your, your crazy family does, and those are stories I try to tell, and I find that. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's Latino, if it's Asian, if it's Greek, Italian. Like we've all sort of come, you know. There's we we have that relatable uh, that relatability. We've all gone through something crazy with you know an immigrant mom mm-hmm. or an immigrant dad that does goofy things. They were like, oh, I can't believe they do this. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it's just so funny. It's like the industry tries to put these 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 labels on us. Like, oh, he's a Latino comic. Oh, he's mm-hmm. a black comic. Mm-hmm. But like, if you really watch shows, like we all have, you know quote unquote the same stories right yeah you know like I, I, I'm a big fan of Blackish and Fresh Off the Boat and mm-hmm. like they'll do stuff and I'm like my mom did something like that oh, of course you can relate to it yeah right? like yeah. my mom did stuff like that so th- those are stories I try to tell on stage and you find like you know there's still people close minded like I've had people come up to me after shows like oh my god I almost didn't come I thought the show was, wasn't going to be in English and I'm like oh, what oh god yes uh, well <laughs> even on this show we had a we had a guest that wasn't sure he's like okay yeah. you're going to translate and I'm like no 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 it's in English yeah. it's in English <laughs> and they'll sit through and like oh my god I had so much fun I can totally relate cuz blah blah and then they'll have and it's like yeah we're all the same. I don't know why we put these labels mm-hmm. and make it all this, these divisions where, oh, I'm not going to get it because he's of this race or he's of that right. race. 
And you know what I actually was going to ask you um, when you put on uh, your routine, your stand-up comedy routine, um, do you keep it to just like Latino jokes? Because I did see a joke that you made about dating a black woman. Uh-huh. And I was like, holy shit, that's so awesome. <laughs> but then I thought, hmm, I wonder if he gets a lot of shit for speaking outside of his, you know, I don't who he like is. I, I, I like and, uh, you know, I've been doing this for so long. It's sort of like. It's sort of like a quarterback in the NFL. Like, you have to read what the audience is going to give you. So, like, I know when I can pull certain jokes out, mm-hmm. you know. But for the most part, like, I've never gotten it where it's like, oh, how dare you speak out of term. And how dare, like, these are my life experiences. I can't, I'm not going to change them. Like, right. I, you know, there's nothing you lived I can do. It. You didn't like, I, I, had, I, had a, I had a person come up to me like, I liked everything, but I didn't like the way you talked about your white in-laws. I'm like, well, that's... That's what happened. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not changing this. I'm not putting a spin on it to make you uncomfortable. This happened. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's all all comes from life. And I, well, I think so, comedy involves people being uncomfortable at some point. That's oh, true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. So did it really, did the whole like somebody asking you for a drink and your wedding really happen? That did not happen. But that was me. That was my fear of it yeah. happening. And I was like, oh, I'm not. I'm not wearing a tux. And I didn't wear a tux. I wore a suit. I, I was a like, suit. God damn it. Totally. I, yes. I, I, I understand what you're I'll talking about. I'll tell you a story where I got embarrassed. <laughs> tell us. Please. Yes. We did, uh, I want to say it was the NHMC uh, Impact Awards. And this is, this is where the joke stemmed from. We're leaving. I had had a couple drinks, so I was a little, I wasn't thinking clearly. Mm-hmm. As we're leaving, <laughs> there was another Latino there who had taken his jacket off, so he just had the vest and the oh, bow tie on. okay. And, uh, and standing right by the valet uh-huh, stand. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh, yeah. So I did the, hey, my man. Oh, my God. Where do I get my car? Oh, my God. And he was just—he started laughing like, "Ah, oh, it's come on, man!" And I was like, "No, nah, seriously." <laughs> so the, my wife saw what was happening. She's like, "Wait She's a like, second. No. She's like, "It was like very slow mo for like no." <laughs> and sure enough, she's like, "What was wrong with you?" I was oh like, first God. of all, I've been drinking a little bit." I've been oh, drinking. Wow. Number two, he had a fancier vest on than most of us. <laughs> it was red. Yeah. He had a fancy, I'm sorry. So Damn. that's where that joke stemmed from. I was like, oh, I can't wear a tux in our wedding. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, you, you know, one thing that I notice that I do sometimes, and I catch myself, and I think, God, what an idiot. I feel like, um, well, I've learned that so, uh, socially, many times we'll adapt into the accent of people we hear around us. Oh, it's yeah. like a, it's a mechanism. <laughs> that uh-huh. It just happens. And sometimes there'll be someone that just in their appearance, I might think they are just fresh, you know, that they're going to speak. I have to speak my span, my English uh-huh. very slowly so they understand me. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I went to UCLA. I'm a Harvard grad or whatever. <laughs> and and it's just like, you know, you catch yourself in these moments where you're. Please tell me it's just slowly and you don't talk louder. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> they're like, What's that? That's only if they're older. <laughs> you, become one of, you become one of those Pandora commercials that I throw in the chunk of <laughs> yeah, I catch myself in those moments. So <laughs> we were kind of having one of those, I guess. That's funny. <laughs> oh, it happens. It happens. It happens. <laughs> so when so you're a stand-up comedian. What else? When, when do you have a show next? When can folks catch you? Uh, I'm in Kansas City uh, the weekend of the 22nd through the 25th. I learned that there are Latinos in Kansas City. There are. I'm there are. I think I know some of them. There's a ton of <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah. They're uh, on the Kansas City Royals. Hello. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I'll be there that weekend, and then I, you know, the dates are always being updated on social media, yeah. Facebook, Twitter. I've been doing a little traveling here and there. It's kind of hard to travel once you have a... A two-month-old? A two-month-old, wow. yeah. Wow. How do you balance um, this this life that is on the road, late nights, with being a, a young dad? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of give and take. Like, there's a lot of times I have to turn gigs down, especially now. Like, it's the critical, like... He was just born, so it's kind of hard to get away. Uh, yeah. Like, my three-year-old, he, he was a little easier... Where I could, you know, go do a couple weekends, come home, mm-hmm. uh, FaceTime. Oh, yeah. yeah that, that I don't works. know how parents did it. Like, back in the day, like, the traveling salesman, they're gone for, yeah. like, a month. They're like, yeah. they see the actual face, and the kids are like, who are you? Yeah, sending, <laughs> yeah, sending letters like that. Sending commitment. letters? Come on. Now you just carry. press a little button, like, here I am. Yeah, I'm alive. that's pretty, pretty nice. Yeah. Modern-day parenting. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, once, once he starts getting a little older, like, I'll start picking up travel a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But as of now, I try to... You know, a couple weekends here and then be home for a lot of it. That's good. It's a lot to ask of the wife. to like, hey, here's a three-year-old that wants to do his own thing. And a two-month-old. And a two-month-old that can't do anything. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, that's that's a lot <laughs> to handle, especially because of everything that you're doing. And then you also have a podcast. Yeah. Tell us about that. When do you record? I do it weekly. It's called the Not For Nothing Podcast. I'm not going to lie. I've been slipping because of the two-month-old. So I'm going to throw oh. him under the bus. <laughs> he, he, Why don't you interview him? <laughs> a chanclita. <laughs> to the two-month-old. Uh, but like, yeah, it's just been, you know, I get to interview a bunch of friends and stuff that I've made in the, in the industry. Comedians, writers, directors. I got this uh, woman coming up. She's a producer. She just did this game. Uh, it's a chess movie, Rico Rodriguez. Oh, what, it's a game? A chess It's a game? chess. It's a, about a little town in Texas. Oh, okay. Uh, they started like oh, a yeah, chess club. Oh, yeah. I've heard about this. Yeah. 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 It's like and, a, a Latino boy that like killed it in chess. Yes. Oh, my God. That's so yeah, awesome. Yeah, it was a true story. And then she went and got the funding and made this movie. And apparently it's like amazing. It's that's won awards. so cool. I've heard about that. Thank you yeah. for reminding us. To, yeah. is, is it out? We need to it's check out. it out. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. We'll put it in our notes. So there that you go. Can check that out. Very cool. Yeah, That's so just awesome. trying to trying to shine a spotlight on people that I believe should be known. Like, there's a lot of like actors that I'm just like, you're amazing. How? Why do people not know you? And it's just we're not giving the voice to really. You know, be able to tell our story, right? Yeah, I mean that's the reason we started a podcast too. Is in, claro. and we've been. I so, just started to become famous. Yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag famoso. Sí, famoso. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, one of my favorite podcasts is called "Call Your Girlfriend," uh-huh. and these um, women have this idea that they this phrase that they coined called shine theory mm-hmm. um, in which they say women often um, they that there's this history that we kind of like as we're as we're rising up we might push people down and instead they say why don't we think of shine theory as we're rising instead of being in competition with each other let's shine as exactly. we ri- lift others up with us and i <laughs> i love that message and i feel like that's something that as as latinos in in podcasting yes. or, or in the media or in comedy that we should be doing that to lift each other up so i think it's it's a beautiful thing that you're providing that platform to trying to you guys are doing it too si se puede. <laughs> <laughs> and for a little background for our listeners um the the way that I first heard of, um, of um, Eric Rivera's comedy is at the National Council of La Raza, both the conference and a couple of the Alma Award shows. And um, I, I just want to say in terms of what I really found appealing about your comedy is I thought it was wholesome, but still really funny mm-hmm. and very relatable and just it, 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 it resounded very well to that audience. And and I've had different experiences with different Latino, Latino hashtag, like, uh-huh. uh, air quote, Latino com- com- comedians that sometimes I think there's so many cheap shots there's so many right. funny stereotypes that you but if you only do that and really concentrate on that i don't think i mean i don't know it, it could be it doesn't land as well but i think that you did an excellent job Thank at both you. of those um, opportunities so for our guests our listeners i really hope they get a chance to check you out do you play locally in la i do often? play locally i'm at the hollywood Life factory a lot hollywood improv i'll do Hermosa, they got the Comedy Magic Club down there, the Ice House in Pasadena. Oh, you're all over the place. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. We got to go check house. you out. We got to go yeah. check you out live. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Very so I'm cool. saying, check out social media. I post the dates up. Very Speaking cool. of social media, uh, prior to starting the, our, our show, um, we were talking about trolls on social yes. media. We were talking about people that just love to get on there and talk smack but uh-huh. never show their face. You get a bunch of those, do oh, you? Oh, yeah. They're Twitter warriors. They're, Twitter they're, they're warriors. keyboard warriors. Everyone's tough behind a keyboard. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why it's so funny. Like, they'll attack you and you put your face on it. Like, why, what are you hiding behind? If you're going to be tough, be tough. How how do you deal with that? Because, I mean, thank God, knock on wood, we haven't... That's because we haven't made it yet. When we have trolls, we've <laughs> well, made it. Well, that's true, too. But... Like, well, I what, do, what I do it comedically. I do it comedically. Like when, like they, like ah, oh, you suck. This that. Like I was like, hey, thanks for stopping by. Always, always happy to hear from a fan, and that gets them all riled up. <laughs> or sometimes I just do the one. old school, like your mom. Like you gotta. <laughs> Yeah, I had this. I had this one guy. He was just I know like, you are, but what yeah. am I? Exactly. And you'll see that they get riled up, and they they really have no comeback. Like I had this one guy. He's like, "Oh, your comedy's not that good." And I was like, "That's not what your mom said." Took it to a whole level where he was like so angry. Yeah. Wrote this whole thing, this rant, and I just let it sit. And then like an hour later, it was all deleted. Like he he just knew I got under his skin. Like so awesome. you just can't let them get under your skin. Damn. They're get just out, they're faceless. The that's that's so cool. Yeah. Social media trolls. I know. What yeah. is there a Spanish? Word for trolls? Uh, yeah, there is. <laughs> Who knows what it is? <laughs> Ogro. But what is it? What do you think it is in terms of the way we use Instead trolls? Instead of now? like social media. Let us know, everybody. Yeah, I don't. Be a troll and tell us what, how you describe yourself. <laughs> no sé. Where can, where can the trolls find you on social media? <laughs> <laughs> on my website's ericrivera.com, E R I K. 
Rivera. Yeah, Eric with a K, uh, mm-hmm. At Twitter, at Eric Rivera. Eric Rivera. You're right, K as well. Make sure you roll your R when you're exactly. typing it. Exactly. Yes. You're not going to find it. it. You, won't, you won't find it. <laughs> uh, Eric Rivera Comedy on Facebook and Eric Rivera Comedy on Instagram. Okay. And we made a lot of reference to your special, which is, uh, what's, what's it no called I'm no expert. I'm no expert. It's on iTunes, Google Play, Google Amazon, Play. whatever you got. I'm All no those expert. Things. I, I just got a new toy, a new um, tablet, and so I found it on Google Play. You were my first uh, Google Play purchase. Oh, uh, look at nice. that. I'm an iTunes person, so we switched it up and doing <laughs> both now uh, well before we wrap up though we do ask all our guests a couple questions okay so um, the first question is if you had a chancla a virtual chancla mm-hmm. who would you throw it at well I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna only go reference this because we were talking about it before uh-huh. uh, the narrator of Jane the Virgin oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Yes, let's talk about. Can this. you tell us in his voice? <laughs> I just I, like uh, like I was saying, like I'm mad that he's got the accent. Like he could have just been. Why, why couldn't it have been Morgan Freeman? Why couldn't it have been the voice oh, of God? Yes, right? that would have been awesome. That's but instead, you got the guy like oh, yes. Chapter Twenty Two yeah. this week on Jane the Virgin. Like, like, dude, yes. Why are you pull it? Like Jane the Virgin is is we're taking five steps forward, but then you're talking like that. You're bringing us back three steps. You know what's funny because um, Brenda loves Jane the Virgin, yeah. and I just I can't I can't deal with it. And then I'm glad to hear that somebody else thinks the same it's way. Just the and I, they, you don't need to have a freaking accent. Don't. I love it. Okay, next question. Uh, what's your favorite snack? My favorite snack. Uh, well, see, that's a tricky question because right now I'm I'm trying to watch my weight. So, so my favorite healthy snack. Uh, I'm very like uh, press juicery has this new thing. It's sort of like frozen yogurt. You do live in the West. Side. I do. Yeah. So <laughs> I he sold out big time. The West Side. I sold out. Press juicery has this new. It's like a frozen yogurt. It's called the freeze. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, and this is me. I'm. Gonna, it's gonna be awful. It's. Uh, uh, like one third of the calories of frozen yogurt. Well, that's yeah, a so selling point. This is like 40 I always, calories. I, I eat frozen yogurt because I feel like I'm being healthy. So this is no, it's, uh, <laughs> But this is me. This is me in fit mode trying to keep the weight. Uh, oh, my God. This reminds me. Uh, so I want to, on your podcast, which I thought was hilarious, is we were you were talking about how Facebook posters that people that post on Facebook that they're working out uh-huh. like I'm working out I'm so great hashtag fit <laughs> but they don't show results like no! they've been posting that for like months Shit. but then they're still that's fat me. <laughs> that's pretty funny. there's gotta be an accountability Thanks, accountability yes. alright so we're gonna hold you accountable six months from now I wanna see if you're still drinking those shakes I'm trying to <laughs> And you know what I was just thinking about? Like, since you're on the West Side and from, you're from New York, maybe your next special should be called The West Side Story. The, oh! oh. That, you know what? That's in the book right now. <laughs> it's on the short uh, list. Unhealthy snack. I'll give you the unhealthy uh, yes, snack. Yes, tell us. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, the glazed donut holes. I could eat a whole box of those mm. in one sitting. Now, is, it, is there something about the hole versus the circle? That does it for you? Wait, what? It's <laughs> got kind of, kind of dirty quick. What kind of podcast is this? Tamarindo after dark. Tamarindo gone wild. <laughs> no, yeah, so you're saying no. no, I just, I, I like the pop-ums. I don't know. Yeah, all right. Do we have, is there another question that we yes, ask all our guests? Yes, So if you had a telenovela, what uh-huh. would the name be? Or if you were a character in a telenovela, what would the name of that well, character I be? Well, I have to be, have some with comedies like Comedia de Pasión. Oh, Ooh. I love that. Yeah. Is that the name of it? That would be the name of it. Comedia de Pasión. I know. That sounds With good. Eric Rivera. Yeah, yeah that, and I have really to keep good. my name because it's got the R. Your name Rivera. is so telenovela But already. you got to throw like another last name in. Well, see, like this is uh, I, my middle name. Sounds oh. great. What is okay, it? Go, go, go. Spanish. is Eric Homero Rivera. Oh, uh, Eric Okay, Omero now can you do it in the Jane the Virgin narrator? <laughs> Comedia de Pasión con... Eric Rivera. <laughs> this Tuesday on CW. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for coming to the Tamarindo Podcast. Oh, thank you guys. This we, was a lot we, of fun. We're put on, on our notes all your shows that you yes. have coming up. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
I'll, I'll tell you what, you I'll even do this. If people have stayed to the end of the show what? and they tweet me with the hashtag, what is it, Tamarindo Rico? Sure. I will, give, I will give away five free specials. Okay, you got nice. it, everybody. You get the Somebody full one hour Rico. instead of the $19.99, I think, on iTunes. I don't know. You'll get it for free. Very oh, cool. Oh, nice. I Tamar- love hashtag it. Hashtag Tamarindo Rico. Yes, hashtag is. Tamarindo Rico. Perfect. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, guys. This was awesome. Bravo. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> What's up, Luis? What? ¿Qué pasa? How was your, your how have you been the last couple of weeks? Uh, I've been great. I've been great aquí and it's so freaking hot in este estudio. Me estoy melting. <laughs> <laughs> Extra Spanglish. Oh, I know. Yeah, but, listeners uh, of the Tamarindo podcast know that we record with no AC. I know. That's why you guys need to go find our tacos ASAP. ASAP. O sea, de emergencia. <laughs> because we're becoming fucking tacos al vapor over here. Now, okay. I know you people that listen to us, maybe follow us on Instagram. You did post this ridiculous picture of, you brought a ruler to lunch the other day? Tell me more about so, this. So um, we went to, my brother found this awesome uh, restaurant, uh, and the people are from Mixquac, which is a city uh, oh. in the state of Mexico. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're known to have these things called machetes. Uh-huh. And uh, they are these long quesadillas. They're over two feet long. What the heck? So we ordered four. We brought them back home in a pizza box, and then I brought the ruler, and literally they were 26 inches long. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Whoa. Were they delicious? They were freaking amazing. But can you eat one in one sitting? I cannot. I'm sure there's people who can, but I, I cannot. You can't? No. <laughs> we should have a challenge. <laughs> Damn. That's a challenge I, that I would not I probably in. could eat it. Let's Dude, be really? honest. Yeah. I can. <laughs> Producer Jeff chiming in over here. Yes, I can take it. No, listen. No, because I love cheese. I love cheese, you guys. Okay, salud. <laughs> salud, because hace mucho calor. Yeah, by the way, because it's hot, we're having our I, I love micheladas. I Cheers. love micheladas, gracias. Cheers. Clink. We just clinked our plastic cups. I know, because we're so fancy up in here. Mm-mm. Oh, you clunk a plastic cup. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, um, where exactly is this fonda? Because it sounds great. Uh, well, this fonda is in Anaheim, and you just Google no, it. No, but where? Uh, yes, can, it's on Magnolia, and it's literally in the middle between the 22 freeway and the 5 freeway. Okay, got like, it. It's on Magnolia. It's called Fonda Mix Quack. Mm, that's close to my parents' house. Very cool. I think it is. Yeah, it actually is close to your parents' yeah. house. Um, entonces, it's so freaking delicious. And they have comida corrida, just like a regular fonda in Mexico would have. I love it. Um, um, but the food is great. Also, if you go, um, don't expect to have these ginormous quesadillas, which are called machetes, um, in anything less than 20, 25 minutes. Because they, they make them from scratch. They right make there like the masa? Then. Right, yeah. Mm, yeah. That sounds so good. But uh, what about you? What's going on with you? What is, with, what is new with me? Well, um, what is new with me? Oh, I went to Cabo. Oh, I saw if you that. can tell, I'm very tan. And then next week, I'm going to Puerto Vallarta. God damn it. And then three weeks, three or four weeks after that, I'm going to Oaxaca, Puebla, Mexico City. Damn. ¿Cómo yeah. le haces? ¿Cómo le well, haces? Uh, <laughs> well, we get invited to a lot of weddings, so it's all weddings, weddings, weddings. But it's going to be great. Oh, my God. So really fun time in Cabo, and the funniest, most Mexican thing happened to us. We were all hanging out. Uh, we were at this all-inclusive resort. It was beautiful. It was called Secrets. <laughs> and it was an adult-only resort. It was very awesome, very relaxed. And every one of the suites, you opened up the sliding door and you had your own pool. Oh, wow. It was awesome. But it connected to your neighbor's pool and the neighbor's pool. And so it was like a, like all these connected That's why it's pools. called Secrets. Yeah, well, because you can swim over to who knows who. Well, of course we did. What happens in Secrets stays, stays a secret. Stays Secrets. But this is hilarious. <laughs> We're with all of our buddies. We're hanging out in, our, in, our, in our, one of our friends' suites pool. Hanging out, looking at the sunset, it's beautiful, admiring uh, an airplane flying by and a bat (laughs) flying by. I know, making funny bird sounds. We were having a fun time. We were giggling. We were looking into the sunset. And all of a sudden, a herd of cows, a herd of cows are running towards, <gasps> towards us and drinking water from the, from the freaking pool really? at Secrets. 
Yes. That's awesome. Did you guys videotape it? Have damn pictures? it, we didn't videotape it. We have pictures. The best way to vacation is if you want to relax and uh-huh. hang out with all your friends, all-inclusive resorts with all your friends. Okay. Why? Because everybody already paid the same amount. You don't have to worry about coordinating and corralling people. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? You don't have to do that. Because everything is already Everything's there. scheduled for you. And you don't have to um, split the bill. And nobody has to drive anywhere. So much fun. So much fun. So we well, had a great time. You had me at nobody has to split the bill because I hate fucking splitting the bill because there's always somebody who is going to say, well, I, only have I didn't salad. have that extra beer. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. So that's that's the beauty. <sighs> that's the beauty of, of the uh, all re- all-inclusive resort traveling. And we get to do it again next week. Did you guys fly Volaris? We get to do it again next. No, but we're about to. Okay, good. We're about to oh. do Volaris next time. Okay. We're, we're, we're going to do a whole bit. I'm gonna, all your tips for doing them. Okay, perfect. Because we're going to take the little bridge. We're going to do the little everything. And I want to clarify because I, even though I said that it was $15, um, it's each way, okay? So it's fifteen dollars oh, wow, to crossing that way, and it's fifteen dollars to cross back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so, I'm telling you right now, it is worth it because you're not waiting three hours to freaking. Well, cross on the, the way back, I think it's worth it. But do you think on the way there, maybe it's worth it? To, better to just walk. Well, who's gonna drop you off? We were gonna get an Uber. And then uh, we the, were, the plan right now is to get the Uber drop yeah. it off. Pri- the plan right now is to get the Uber to drop us off at the bridge. That's the plan right now. Well, see, that's the thing because I did that the other day. Mm-hmm. I walked over, I, I crossed walking into Tijuana. Uh huh. And then I had to take a taxi, and I, uh, I don't know, it was a little iffy. Yeah, okay. We'll just stick with the bridge. Especially because you guys have like luggage. luggage this at, you guy's know, American. Ah. <laughs> 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 I mean, $15 is not that bad. Just buy the whole, just buy. Is, is it per person? It's per person, Oof. yes. Well, yeah, it's per okay, person. That's right. Also, one more tip that I forgot about last time yeah. take your own pen because if there's people waiting in line to get there, um, oh, yeah. um, what is Having it? Having your own pen is a good good tip no matter what because you have to do that little card. Well, yeah, you have to fill that card yeah. prior to getting to the airport. Uh-huh. And they don't have any pens there. Yeah. So you're bring like, your pen. You bring your own pen. Yeah, bring your own I'll pen. I'll bring my pen with my little Virgen de Guadalupe topper that you gave oh, me. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Super funny. Con te dejan entrar de cualquier lado. Yeah. Well, you know, we should do a little bit of a que pasa with current events because there's been some fun things. Yes. Uh, one thing that we've been loving on the internet is, well, there's several things. One thing that I want to talk about first a ver, a ver, a ver. is all the love that we're getting from a bunch of Latino podcasters. There's so many of us um, supporting one another. And I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's been so know, great. In fact, so tell us, I know that some some of our listeners that heard the last episode, our Juan Gabriel episode, yes. you all got to know that Luis spent some time with 50% of an, an other amazing podcast called Latinos Who Lunch yes. with Babelito, had a good time. And what we didn't share with you all is, as you know, when we did our Juan Gabriel episode, we had some friends and family and fans message some of their thoughts and one of the longer messages that we have on our last episode that we played for you was from Babelito from Latinos Who Lunch. Yes. So it was really awesome to have him. So shout out to Latinos Who Lunch. Yes, shout out. Um, and as, Yeah, Matraca. Yes, Matraca. A ver, Matracaso. Eh, bravo. Bravo. So one of the things that we also mentioned last time is that we were going to get together. Babelito and I, when we were having Tacos al Vapor, or I'm sorry, Tacos de Canasta in downtown LA in Los Callejones, uh, we were talking about doing a crossover thing where we yeah, were, Yeah, we're going to make it happen. Yeah, so we're so going to make it happen. Look out for that, guys. Uh, we're going to have that Ahí happen. viene Latinos Who Lunch and Tamarindo Podcast. Very delicious. Um, but yes. We're Latinos Who Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that that's one of the amazing things about uh, the podcast community in Espanol. I think that... But we're not in Espanol. Well, you, mean you know, or Latinos, Latinos, Latinos um, is that th- there's a lot of support. You know, there's a lot of support there. And I think that that's great because at the end of the day, you know, it, I think that that's what's lacking in the Latino community, the being able to support one another. And now that we are making these pod- this podcast, I've started to listen to other podcasts that are done by Latinos. Yeah, or yeah, diverse content. Or, or that, they yeah. have diverse content. So, so yeah, so... Quick shout out también para the Americana podcast, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. they've also actually sent us a couple shout outs. So. Yeah, mo, 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 what is it? Morado Lens. Morado Lens, too, as well. They yes. have, they're really fun on Instagram. I, like I know. Their, I like their boomerangs. They do a lot of boomerangs. They do a lot of do boomerangs. <laughs> um, but also on social media, did you hear about that um, paletero uh, oh, man yes. who. Um, person who, that sells the, the, the paletas, which yes. is the popsicles. Delicious. I think he's like. 
I want to say 70 something, early 80s. And ha- didn't have the resources for retirement. Didn't have so the resources for retirement. To- but he was working um, in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And uh, wow. there was somebody who actually started a GoFundMe page for mm-hmm. him. Uh, and it, his goal was $3,000. Mm-hmm. And in 24 hours, that GoFundMe went viral. So awesome. And they have raised up to now, the last time I saw it was this morning. Over a hundred and eight thousand oh, dollars. That's beautiful. That is so crazy. But that for all the supporters of this this man. So there's definitely great need for people and and retirement. So that's one of the things that, as you're making your decisions come November and thinking about, well, just come thinking about anything. If you're don't think yourself of yourself as a political person, but you see things like. Somebody that had to work their whole life as a paletero, yes. you know that person doesn't have access to insurance or to a retirement, retirement savings program or a number of different things that that we take for granted. So that's a beautiful story, and um, I'm, uh, we're happy that here we live in the state of California. And very recently, the um, it was only needing the governor's signature, but there's going to be a state-sponsored retirement program for oh, California, wow. which um, is going to. But it has the potential to benefit close to 3 million Latinos that wouldn't have access to a retirement program otherwise because they're in service industries and things like this where they're not at having Where they're not like offering that. this kind of yeah, yeah, so I think, yeah, that's that's a really touching story, and I hope it's a, a reminder to everybody how important it is to to be advocating for policies like, well, what do we think about retirement for po- folks that, whose employers don't offer that? Um, so anyways, that's, a, yeah. that's, that's one of the, the things that I see in when, when things like this get blown up in social media is the potential for thinking beyond our own selves and thinking about others. And so that's a beautiful yes. story. And we'll put it in our notes in case people want to fund that. Yes, yes, because I think they're still, I mean, it's still up. Yeah, There's or still, find your paletero in your neighborhood and make one for maybe, him. Maybe, yeah. I mean, it was, it's it's amazing, and it's amazing what people can do. So. Yeah, how touching. Well, it actually reminds me, too, of a, a, here in L.A., there was a story that the L.A. Times had about um, a young man who um, immigrated as a teenager, was going to high school because he had to because that's the law once you come here. Right. But also working full-time as in a restaurant, and, and, and I think— it, I was very pleased to see that people rallied around him and also raised a ton Ooh. of money for him. And he's continuing to still do things in a very humble way, even bueno. though he's got bueno. all these resources. But it, well, not like he's got a ton of resources, but he got he had a little bit Pero of a pues leg up with this. Ayudadita. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's good to feel inspired in certain places. I think there's another place of inspiration with a, another uh, viral video, music video. Yes. Why don't you tell our fans about this? So this is awesome because. Uh, I we I feel like we're like two three or what is it six degrees of separation from uh-huh. this group because we had Jamie Prado here yeah um, but um, we have um, there's a video that just released this week by Bomba Stereo yes and uh, I believe it's called Soyo and it is. and so it's such an awesome video and this is what I love about this band. What I, what Let's do I, Matraca for yes, Sergio. Yes, yes. <laughs> Primero que nada, Matraca. Matraca for this video, and then we'll play a little bit of the song. Yes. Um, one of the things that I love about this video is the fact that it plays to, you know, the ugly duckling. You know, Betty La Fea. Betty La Fea, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it plays to those of us who were not pretty in, you know, growing up or who were not like the most popular or maybe we were seen as weird or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this video gives you the alas to just... No fucks given. Yeah, like, I, I love care. it. I love it. I don't care yeah, what you so think about Yeah, so for people me. that haven't seen in the video, please check it out. It's um, Soy Yo, and we'll play the song. But it's it's it starts off with this with this 10-year-old girl. At a barbershop. Chubby, sí. morenita, with um, a, a, like a ridiculous hairdo, but she loves it. Yeah. Like she owns it. <laughs> and she just struts her stuff and just walking down the street. And just mm-hmm. and, and the, the sheer confidence that yes. that young young girls often have until society beats <laughs> it out uh, of them. But it's beautiful. It's it's a really it's a really uh, inspiring video. And you know something that I've noticed about this band Bombasterio is that their lead singer um, is has an attraction in that she's also very confident right. and very sexy, but is not your conventional beauty. She it's, is she's not. not your skinny, tall, fair skin, Werita, that we've been programmed to admire. Correct. So I think uh, I think I find I find the connection with the the way they the direction that they chose in this video. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just the direction of this video is amazing because they they they, they chose a, a, a brown skinned girl. Mm-hmm. They easily could have gone with a lighter skinned girl that is pretty and made just ugly looking, yeah. but they didn't. I mean, not that this girl's ugly, but she's just. Not, not, your, not the conventional thing not, that you're exactly, told. Exactly, that you pretty. would expect it from a music video, yeah. no? Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, one of the things that has been going on on social media is that people are using the hashtag SoyYo, uh, S-O-Y-Y-O. And they've been placing a picture of the girl that they use in this video and their picture of when they were about that age. I love it. I got to dig mine up. Yeah, and the girls are wearing like the big glasses <laughs> and like the, you know, messy hair or whatever. So it's awesome. It's I great to it. see some of these pictures. And even though it's a girl, I think I might just put mine because, I had, because... I had I had big glasses like that too. And then one year when we went to Mexico, my mom gave us perms. Ah! So... <laughs> Yeah, child Oh my God, cruelty. that's hilarious. That's Anyways, so... yeah, but great song. Listen to it. We'll play it as we'll well. We'll play it. Let's play a little bit of it now. Why don't we do our fun, awesome segment that we didn't get a chance to do the last time yes. where we uh, are, we spin, spin our, um, what is it called in trompo. Spanish? Trompo. But there's another word for pirinola. it too. Pirinola. El trompo y la pirinola, which instead of that, we do, we do our matraca. Yeah. Okay, let's spin it and see what segment where we get. Where lands. A ver. This. Oh, Tiburon Tank. Yes. Ah. And just for a reminder for if you're new to the show, this is a segment that we, we've we've introduced a couple times. But what we do is that we spin it and we have several categories. One is Tiburon Tank where we talk about ridiculous inventions that we think should exist. Yes. We, we have different segments like Ta Comiendo. We talk about delicious things that we've eaten. We've yes. covered a little bit of that I know, on this we did. episode, which we is did great. A little it's bit. great. Yeah. It's good. And then we have one about... I don't even remember. <laughs> what else do we have? <laughs> what is the other ones? I don't remember. Uh, telenoveliendo. Oh, yes. Telenoveliendo. We talk about Jane the Virgin, how much I love it. And, don't, and how hashtag, much I don't like it. Hashtag I love it. Especially, uh, especially my favorite character. What's his name? What Jaime Camille. No, but what's his name? Rogelio. Oh, oh, hate him. I love hate it. him. Hashtag Rogelio. Hashtag love you. Hashtag forever. Hashtag. Chunkless for Rogelio. Yeah, no, for Rogelio. Flores for Rogelio. No. We love him. Um, so, yeah, those are our segments. But this time we're doing Tiburon Tank. Yes. Woo-hoo! A ver, Tiburon so, Tank. So, Luis, what would you invent if you, okay. if, if you could? And, uh, again, this is like an actual invention. Give me your pitch. Like yes, if I was, yes, If yes, I was yes, okay, on okay, okay. the panel of uh, Tiburones okay. and I can, I have, I'm an angel funder. And I have the hundred million dollars to get you started. Híjole, well, what way to put me on the on the spot because no presenta- no, I didn't get a presentation ready. But, Where's your PowerPoint? Show me the slides. But this is something that I've been thinking about, and I I, I have a feeling it would be a hit. But of course, que inventor wouldn't think their invention was going to be a hit or their idea, right? So um, okay, so you know the restaurant Benihanas. Yes. Okay, they cook in front of you, eat that un show, when there's yeah, a choo-choo like train, a Japanese and there's a place. Pac-Man, and it's always the same goddamn show every time at every single Benihana's. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, people eat it up. So what I was thinking about was, <laughs> literally, yeah, literally, they literally eat it up. But what I was thinking about was, what if we took that concept mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Delicious. we turned it more Latino? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And instead of having that bar or that table, we have taquero stands. I love it. So it would be taqueros making the tacos right in front of you. But they have to do a show too. Well, they could do a show. They could do whatever the hell they want. I want cumbias playing in the background like like uh, sonidero. like Yeah. And then the name that I would give it would be Benitraga. Benitraga. Yes. So that's coming. 
Swallow. Come yeah, and eat. Come and eat. Come and devour your food. So mm, yeah, No, I, I really do think that that's genius. I You, you know, have $100 million. Boom. Yeah, anybody want to uh, take that idea? Bien y traga. Por favor. Edit that out of the show. What? No, don't edit it out. No. Because instead, <laughs> give us some money. Yeah, and let's give make us it some money. I'm down to be your. You can be a partner. You can be a partner with yeah. me, and uh, I'll give you 10% of my company. Uh huh. For um, two hundred thousand dollars. Very cool. Only yes, that. Okay. Yes. Well, what about awesome. you? What kind of idea? What kind of concept? Well, what do you, What do you got going? I'm glad you asked. So, many people know that one of the things that I like to do is like set people up. I love to be like, oh my god, you have yes. to meet this person. Are you single? Oh my god, that person. I I don't know why I like to do this. I think it's I think the reason why is that I have found that there's so many quality girls out there. So many quality girls in Los Angeles and and the male population, the pool is just crummy. And so a lot of my girl, my single friends have been doing the like the online dating thing, but they I think that they get jaded very early on. I I um I actually very much agree with um there's another um, there's another podcast called Hidden Brain because you know I listen to a million podcasts and that comedian the one that has his show he's Indian remind me guys the comedian that has oh on season sorry okay. so he actually wrote a whole book on social media on, on dating and 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 in the modern age okay. and, and and then he was on the podcast called Hidden Brain and he actually said that. People just have to give it a shot. You have to get the person off the internet as soon as possible. Get them into real life conversations as soon as you can. Get them off the internet. Yeah, because on the internet, uh, no, no. Get them off the market. No, 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 no. No, that's not what he means. He means like get them into communication away from the from the platform mm. because people get really like, oh, hey, you want to hang out? Okay, maybe. Like people are so tentative. It's almost like not real because yeah. it's, it's through this platform. Right. People okay. get so tentative, but you got to get them on the phone and yeah. then actually go see the person and go on three dates because the first date is so like, oh, it's like an interview. Yes. So get them on three dates at least so they're a little bit like not so crazy, not so intense. And that's how real relationships happen. Well, I, I went on this rant to tell you that I think a lot of my single friends, they don't have the patience to go through that. So uh, I find that they go on all the different platforms and it's the same freaking losers on all of them. It's really difficult. So I know that they're having a hard time with with going on dates. I seem to be more vested in finding them a date than they are. So what I want to do is I think there should be an app where I set I like I will put all my single friends on there and like my what I know so and you get to cherry pick well I put I put the single friends on there with I with what I know and like about them and then another person puts their single friends on there and what they know and they like about and my the friends and I the friend and I coordinate to set them I up I love that I think it's perfect I love that I love that Brenda I think it's wonderful what should we call it I don't know because uh, sometimes your friends know more about you than what you think you yeah, know. Yeah, and people don't want to talk about themselves. And, and people they're don't so want to like, talk about themselves. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So you would just have to have a friend who's fully vested and is I like, am. I'm that I friend. want to hook you up with someone. Yes. I'm going to look for someone. Mm-hmm. And then you do it through your friends. Yes, I think that's the way to that's do it. That's such a great idea. What would we call it? I, I mean, don't know, man. I don't know. Three Harmony. Three Harmony. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's, that, what's the name of that? Right now that you mentioned Three Harmony, what's the name of that show? Five's a Company or what is it? Oh, Five's Three's Company? company? Three's Company. Yeah, Something like that. Yeah. Matt, well, like some matchmaker, Matt, Matt, matchmaker. Friend match. Friend match. I can't speak. <laughs> friend match. Friend match. We'll think of a name, but that's my idea. What the match. What the match. What the match. What the walk. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Okay, well, that's see what I'm saying. That's a great. That's a great idea. Awesome. We're onto something. Uh, Simi, Simi Valley. No, cómo se llama? Silicon Valley. Too many beers. I know. Okay, great. Silicon Valley, please hit us up. Brenda has a great idea, and we would like to pitch. Perfect. For La Chancla. Everybody loves La Chancla. I know. This is the wonderful segment where we throw our shoe at the things that bother you. Yes. So, um, who's getting your chancla? So, this week or on this episode, my chancla is going to go to the God damn it. I don't even know where they got this person or what they promised him, but it almost feels like we're running a political campaign in Mexico where. 
when Enrique Peña Nieto was running, people were getting 50 peso uh, grocery cards to La Comercial so that they could vote for him. And I feel like this guy's getting some sort of something because everything that comes out of his mouth is just ridiculous. Who, who are you talking about? I'm talking about the Latino for Latinos who talks on behalf of that organization for Trump and who just mentioned this past week that if Trump doesn't win, there's going to be taco uh, food trucks on every corner. ¿Qué es eso? Like, I mean, you'd, if you'd be so freaking lucky to have a fucking food truck right around the corner of your house, I wish I had that. I have to drive a long way to freaking get, you know, any sort of tacos. And I don't, and, and, and I live in like Anaheim, Santana border, kind of, you know. Um, Marco so, Gutierrez is his name. Marco Gutierrez, que idiota. O sea, <laughs> chanclazo. Chanclazo, Marco Gutierrez, taco truck on every corner. Chanclazos on every corner for him. Yes, chanclazos on every corner. For him and every corner. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a, I mean, I don't know what his deal is, but good good for him for exercising his right, I guess, his free yeah. speech. And you know what, though? <laughs> like, I I think that if he didn't, obviously he didn't mean to do this, or at least I don't think he did. But, like, that hashtag, oh, food truck on every yeah. corner, is, like, popping. And, you know, every time I see a food truck, I'm always thinking food trucks I in every corner. I was craving tacos. Like, I think taco sales went up that I night. I think so, too. I think uh, so, in too. In fact, a good friend of ours who's going to come on the podcast in uh, in the very near future, he actually bought the domain taco trucks on every corner. Very smart. Yes. Super smart. <laughs> no, What about uh, you? So, so many chanclas for him. I mean, I got to agree with you. And everybody should check out the last Latino Rebels episode because this man, after the he whole went, after the whole thing, he went on uh, Latino Rebels and, and really didn't regret. He didn't regret the, 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 the hashtag. He didn't regret. And in fact, he almost like made it sound like, and we're going to do a lot with that sound, that hashtag. Like we're doing great things with it. He kind of was like pulling from the Trump playbook and just things that go wrong for them. The, no acknowledgement, no wrongdoing, and just keeps going. And there's more about this guy in case you, uh, again, you can check out the, the podcast of um, Latino Rebels. But just so you know, this guy uh, benefited from Reagan's amnesty, and now he wants to shut the door behind him. So Idiota. it's just such self-hate and such, what a pendejo, seriously. Yeah. Pendejo. Uh-huh. <laughs> what about you? Who, who who's gets your my chancla? chancla? Mm, who gets my chancla this week? I don't know. Nothing's been really frustrating. I've been pretty good. You know what? I think um, I don't want to give this person even more voice, but can we do a chancla for um, third third party candidates that are like out there still? Like, what the fuck? Oh, there's still Jill other Stein. candidates. Jill Stein. Jeez. Oh, my God. So many eye rolls. So many eye rolls. I love... Okay, chancla for Jill Stein. Chancla for the, the uh, libertarian third-party candidate that, that doesn't know where Aleppo is. Pendejo, pinche way. Sorry. So, so many chanclas for those guys. But um, can I also... Wait, I was going to oh, I was gonna say something important, and then I lost my train of thought. And this is what happens <laughs> when you drink a little too many I love micheladas. Vita Vita Vegemin. Vita Vita Vegemin. Te quiero decir que te quiero un chingo, güey. Te quiero mil. Ya, güey. Ya, güey. Ya, güey. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? Yeah, That no. was la caída. That oh was la caída. Oh, my God. La caída de... de Edgar. Edgar. Edgar, sí. La ya, caída de Ya, güey. Ya, güey. Ándate, pinche güey. <laughs> Damn, I would hate to be that kid because I know he's like probably like 20 something now. I would hate to be that kid. Uh, yeah. Mortal Kombat. Um, that's the end of our that's show. That's the end of the show. We had a great waka, show. Waka, waka. Lots of comedy. Waka, I know. Waka, waka. Awesome. It was a funny one. See? Okay, everybody, find us on all the everythings. <laughs> on all the everythings, starting with Tamarindo Podcast. Hashtag Tamarindo Podcast. Podcast. Reminder. Reminder. If you uh, hashtag Tamarindo Rico, you will get... Oh, yeah. 50% no free? I don't know. Some sort of discount. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Free. Thank you, five. I love micheladas. <laughs> five, five, five free passes. You get uh, free five passes. free okay. downloads of the... 
free downloads. Exactly, five free <laughs> downloads. <laughs> Two okay, you have to tweet. This is what you gotta tweet. You gotta uh, you gotta do at, at Eric Rivera at Tamarindo Cast. You guys are amazing. Hashtag Tamarindo Rico. <laughs> Got it? Got it? God okay. Damn it. That better go viral. And you will get the new special. Find us on everywhere on the internet. Yes. Tamarindo Cast is our Twitter. Which yes. I operate, and then you operate. And then we operate uh, mostly Luis, mostly Tamarindo Luis. podcast on Instagram, and he does a great job with that. Yes, yes, we're almost at seven hundred. Oh my followers. goodness, seven hundred And only two of them are our mom. So I know, mi mamiringa, and your mom. Actually, we just found out my mom. No, <laughs> we just found out. Actually, <laughs> we just found out. Estamos pedos, güey. We just found out my mom doesn't actually I follow know. us. A ver, señora mamá de Brenda, póngase el tirante or we're going to send you a chancla. Yes. María. Um, what else? You know what would be fun, listeners? What? Maybe you guys should try it. What? I think you should tell us your yes, problems. Face. Can you email us your problems? Send us send us your pedos. We'll probably... Send us your pedos. That's send the... us your pedos. Oh, is that the email? <laughs> pedo. That's the name of the segment. It's called Que Pedo. Que Pedo, güey. Que Pedo, güey. Okay. Send That's us so your great. pedos okay. at tamarindopodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Tamarindopodcast at gmail.com. Today, we had a lot of micheladas. We reintroduced the micheladas from I Love Micheladas. It was as so you hot today, too. Uh, and yeah. Well, see you That's on the it. internet. And ponte un suéter. Y nos vemos en el Swami. I literally am at the Swami, eh? So, nos vemos. Bye. Chao. support the Tamarindo podcast? By listening? Duh. Yeah. But what if you uh, haven't figured out how to listen to a podcast? Then they should go on our Instagram and figure it out. That's right. Because you, <laughs> you made a video. It totally shows you all the steps to, to find the Tamarindo podcast. What if you're with a friend and you know they would like the Tamarindo podcast, but they don't listen to podcasts? What can you do? Then they can pull their credit card out and give us some money. No, I think, well, that's one way. You could definitely support the <laughs> money. But take that person's phone and upload the Tamarindo podcast for them. Yes. Super easy. We want you to tell your friends about Tamarindo. And if you don't have any money to give us on our GoFundMe, which we accept donations, if you don't have money for that, but you also have time. Also known as GoFundMy Tacos. Go, GoFundMy Tacos. If you, if you have a little bit of time, just take two minutes and give us a review on iTunes. It helps other people people find our podcast we are totally independent we yes. don't have any big media behind us although we're welcome yes. it. <laughs> so help us be seen and tell someone about the tamarindo podcast Besties and welcome to I Am Besties. I'm Stephanie Ramirez and I'm Vanessa Casares. We're two Latinas coming together to create a space for heart-to-heart chit-chats on everything that matters. From relationship advice to empowering women, exploring spiritual insights and healing trauma, we've got it all covered. We're your go-to besties, sharing personal stories and bringing on inspiring guests for an engaging and entertaining listening experience. I Am Besties, where you'll find laughter, love, and a supportive sisterhood. Join us and be a part of the family. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.